we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Wake that ass up. In the morning. The Breakfast Club. Yep, Charlemagne the God, Jets Hilarious. DJ Envy had to step out for a second, but we got some special guests, Dr. Leandris LeBird and Tara Robinson. Leandra is the director of CDC's Office of Health Equity, and Tara is the founder and CEO of the Black Heart Association. And since February is Heart Health Month, we had to have them up here today. How are you? Yeah. Good, good morning. Good, good, good morning. Good How y'all feeling? Here. Good. Glad to be able to talk about um, uh, Black Women's Heart Health today mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. you all. Absolutely. Share a little bit of data. Data's not new. 
<laughs> but Absolutely. we really are here to talk more about what black women can do and how our whole community can support black women in having um, healthier hearts yeah. and healthier lives. Well, what is the CDC uh, Foundation's Live to the Beat campaign, for those that don't know? Yeah, so the Live to the Beat campaign um, is a web-based uh, campaign that really targets African-Americans with things that we can do in order to protect our health and our heart health. It has lots of resources, lots of videos. It's very um, culturally based, yeah. um, very much the things that we can relate to in our own communities. And so it's been around for three years. We just invite um, all of your, your listeners and your viewers to go to um, live to the org forward slash heart to heart. We're going to talk today a lot about the heart to heart challenge. Okay. What is the heart to heart yeah, challenge? What is it? Yeah. So the heart to heart challenge um, focuses on particularly black women, even though um, heart disease is the leading cause of death for all black people and heart disease is the leading cause of death for all women. It kills more, um, more women than all forms of cancer combined. And so what we want to be able to do is to encourage um, black women to get involved with the campaign and the challenge, follow some simple steps, and really start to just be more empowered to take care of themselves. Yes. And to pr- and to prioritize self care. Mm-hmm. That's a big theme. So we say that um, <clears throat> self care is health care. We want to really focus on that today. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Did you? So, which one? I want to know. One of y'all survived three heart attacks. Tara. Who was it? You. Mm-hmm. Girl. Girl. That has <laughs> to be. It. Well, it's amazing that you're still here in, in front of me. Right. But, like, did you know something was wrong before I each didn't. of them? Or? I didn't. Uh, my symptoms started in 2013. My left arm went numb in my neck. And you would think, based on those two symptoms, that I would say, oh, it's my heart. But no, I'm right. always in touch with the healthcare system, you know, going to the doctor when I'm supposed to. And so me and my husband said, well, maybe I just sleep on this side too much, you know, start start self-diagnosing. Wow. Yeah. And so I did that. And then so I said, well, I'll wait till January to go follow up with my primary care and thinking I had time, not knowing then that someone was dying every 80 seconds from a heart attack. Mm. And so I uh, went to my doctor and I said, hey, you know, these things are happening to me. My left arm's going numb. My feet are darker. You know, I'm tired. My neck. And she said, "Well, maybe you're just stressed." Your and doctor. My that? doctor said that. Okay. Yes. And so I said, well, "Maybe I am, because I'm a mother. I'm a wife. I wear all these many hats, as many women do." And so um, I left there thinking I was just stressed. She made no connection to my heart being right. a possible issue. And so God kept me from January to April. April 10th, I woke up at two o'clock in the morning. I still had all those symptoms times ten. And then uh, went to the ER. By the time I arrived there, I felt much better. Was dismissed and told him to follow up my primary care. And then the next day in my classroom had another one. Then I'm going back and forth with the cardiovascular doctor that I should stay mm-hmm. because they wasn't finding anything on their test. Mm. But um, then I was released at 11 at 4 o'clock the next day going back having a massive heart attack. So were they not doing the right test? They weren't? Um, I believe that they were doing the test that they know to do. Um, mm, mm. that's what I have to believe to yeah. be okay. Yeah. But I think as uh, data shows that most women don't 
show like men, present like men that um, with heart attacks. But for me, I had the textbook symptoms. Mm-hmm. And so we know as black women, we face other issues with health care as far as bias and racism. So I face those two things as going through my ordeal. So we have to know where we stand yeah. and we have to know what our risk factors are. And that's why this campaign is so important. I, I've, I've done like a <clears throat> million different. I've done every single heart test that you can possibly do. Right. So even when they did. I don't know the technical term for it, but when they put the ink inside of you and uh-huh. they can look inside your arteries. Even, stress test? No, nah, I did the stress test, but this is when they put the like the dye in and you. And it gets okay. warm. And it makes you warm. warm mm-hmm. yeah. And then they can look inside your heart valves and see if there's any blockage in like your Widowmaker. They didn't do that for you? Um, I went through the cath lab during my massive heart okay. attack. They didn't do that before because I guess maybe they were coming back to back. And mm-hmm. I feel like they didn't do enough. I'm sure it was other things they could have done. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but... I didn't have that done until I went through. Well, I didn't do that part, but I went through the cath lab, and then that's when I went into sudden death. I ended up dying that day, losing my life, going to heaven, coming back here. And so um, none of that happened because at that point it was too late. This I'm in crisis at this moment. Mm-hmm. And so they did the basic test, your EKG, your CAT scan, your uh, heart enzyme mm-hmm. test. That's what was done when I went through ER, not the more uh, that you would see at a cardiovascular doctor. Sorry, forgive me. I'm stupid. I just realized. I thought you had three separate heart attacks. It was all at one time. No, I had one April 10th, April yeah. 11th, April 12th. And then 12th. the next day. God. Yeah. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Yeah. And you said you died and went to heaven? Yeah. Yeah. You you saw heaven? You... I did. Please elaborate if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah. Please. I don't want to take the interview from Lil no, to the beat. But um, so what happened was, I thank God there was a sister in there uh, that may help me be uh, very comfortable. So it's important. In heaven? No, in, in the, the emergency, in the, in the oh, cat lab. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm glad you're with I'm me. So, I'm oh, so my sorry. God. I'm sorry. Go ahead. sister in heaven. Oh, my God. Go so ahead. the nurse, I remember her because you're up during the entire procedure. And so uh, she was like, he's going to tamper with your heart. You're going to feel a little discomfort, but it's going to be okay. She was from New Orleans, so she had that thick accent. Okay. But it made me feel very comfortable. And um, when she said that, I was just gone. And so how I knew where I was, I could see myself, and it was a perfect day. If you could think of the perfect day with the perfect green grass, perfect temperature, mm. perfect, you know, and so vibrant, everything. And um, I could see myself like walking. And I had this peace. And that's how I knew where I was because my mind was wiped clear. I wasn't worried about my children here, my husband. Nothing here was a factor for me. And so I could hear my name being called. It was called three times. And it was the nurse. And then I was, I knew where I was because I was on my way. I could feel that, like a knowing. Yeah. And um, then I was back here after she called my name. And I didn't realize, she was like, oh, you fell asleep on us for a second. And then when the doctor came in and said you had 99% blockage known as the Widowmaker, yeah. um, he said, but when you died on us, I stopped and prayed for you. And mm-hmm. so I was lucky enough to have a doctor at that moment. That. Wow. Dr. DeLandris, what's the sign that something may be wrong with our hearts? Well, Tara, you know, she certainly shared some of the classic Mm -hmm. um, symptoms. But the other things we need to always be aware of is our numbers. What what is our blood pressure level? What is our cholesterol level? What are our blood sugars? I would even say, you know, what's our weight? Um, You know, we need to check in with our physician regularly around these things. And I wanted to just mention just a couple more reasons why. Black women tend to have this higher burden of heart disease. Mm. Um, some of them are systemic or structural, things like 
you know, not having access to health insurance, not having paid sick leave, um, having lots of financial stress because black women tend to be, I'm going to say, overrepresented in like poverty. Yeah. And um, and also, you know, not necessarily having access to quality health care because of the biases that we sometimes encounter in the healthcare system. Um, but the other thing that we really want to sort of elevate today is the stereotype of the strong black woman. Mm. And we want to dismantle that and start to disrupt that and really rethink what it means to be strong. Right? So we have this <clears throat> long history of putting others before of us, ahead of us, of taking care of of others. We can go all the way back to slavery yeah. into the present. And so <clears throat> we want to give black women permission today to put themselves first for a change. Right. To really say, I'm deserving of taking care of me. So um we know from research that black women report higher levels of psychological stress. And we know from data that um, black women have higher rates of cardiovascular disease overall. A black woman is 60% more likely to have high blood pressure, um, higher rates of coronary disease, but also higher rates of stroke deaths than when we compare to non-Hispanic white women. Mm. So these things taken together are our concerns. So... So we want to really encourage and press um, black women, their families and communities to really pay attention and, and, and take charge, right? So the, the heart-to-heart challenge is that we're asking um, women to do three things. The first one is to identify a small step that they can take. That could be taking a daily self-care walk, it could be tracking what you're eating and your, your physical activity, your movement. It could be taking deep breaths, right? We, we need to do better at breathing mm-hmm. and, like, exhaling <clears throat> some of this stress. Yeah. Um, and also keeping a gratitude journal, which is really surprising, is, has a, an actual health benefit. So, and then knowing your numbers, as I mentioned before, and um, and then telling someone. So mm-hmm. the second part of the, the campaign is to go public with the commitment that you've made to prioritize your own self-care. You know, tell friends, tell family members, put it on your social media mm-hmm. page. And then the third thing is we want... Um, the women who will participate in the campaign to celebrate um, that commitment by coming to Atlanta. If you can, if you're in Atlanta, please come to the um, Heart to Heart self-care party. It's going to be on February the 24th. If you can't come, you can participate virtually. But there will be like yoga demonstrations, cooking demonstrations. Mm. They'll be Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. 
At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About $6 million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed from police brutality 
to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Be a comedian there because we know that laughter is good for the heart. Mm -hmm. It's good for our mind. Which comedian y'all going in? Um, Just like not all the comedians good for your heart. I don't know. Her name is Shanta Colette. <laughs> What's her name? Shanta Colette, and she's also okay. a survivor. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. That's a good link. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And then the only other thing I don't want to forget to mention, in terms of a small step, is when you need to speak to a professional, because like your world just sort of is like unraveling. You don't yeah. feel like you can keep it all together. We want to encourage women to to seek that that help. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no stigma that should be attached to that. It's okay, you know. We want we, we want to really encourage that, particularly in the black community. Yeah. So those are that's like the essence of the campaign. Um, that's why we think this is so important. You know, this year, like I was saying, we've known for decades that. Um, Certainly that high blood pressure is, is a big problem in the African-American community. Mm-hmm. But we also know now that there are things that we can do. Yeah. We don't have to just sit with it. I've heard that um, taking fish oil capsules lowers cholesterol. Is that true? You know what? I'm not really up to date on like okay. those kinds of supplements. Yeah. And I would really encourage you to ask your physician. Yeah, I take them every that. morning. I would say it is good yeah. for your heart. Yeah. My my um physician prescribed them to me so but of course you know you want to follow with your doctor you but they are good yeah. Yeah. yeah i take them every morning i hear that a lot yeah, yeah. i do yeah. fish oil and a baby aspirin mm-hmm. and then i got you know i got statin that night because you know yeah i was yeah. born in 1978 so i got a little <laughs> yeah. i do want to answer your question you <laughs> asked what are the signs and what are some of the signs and symptoms mm-hmm. so i would say for women it's totally different from men you know mm-hmm. uh i was lucky enough to have the textbook symptoms which only 20 percent of women show up at the er with the textbook symptoms so imagine what happens to the rest of us who don't have right. those and see what i got with them uh with men you usually have the textbook symptoms but with women we can it can be a belly ache you hear women complain of both on Either arm being numb, you can hear fatigue, you can hear no symptoms at all. And the the danger with heart disease is that uh, it doesn't have a look, you know. And no shot to my counselor survivors, sisters, but heart disease is dangerous because it looks okay. It looks like me and you dressed up in makeup. It looks like us in clothes and that we have to, you know, change that narrative. So in order to save our lives, and that's why these campaigns are uh, live to the beat is important because when we talk about small steps, 
small steps is looking at your plate and saying, what can I do yeah. to better um, manage my health? Because, yeah. I want to ask you another question, Tara, about because mm-hmm. you, know, you have the Black Heart Association. Yes. I mean, you know, of course, black people and white people, we got the same organs, but mm-hmm. is there more stressors that <clears throat> happen? Of course. I'm, this is a stupid question. <laughs> what are the stressors that, that black people have to deal with more that probably make us more prone to heart disease? Well, you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. we have a lot going on. I think about just most recent, let's, let's just um, think about George Floyd and mm-hmm. us as black women, and we all heard him call for his mother. You know, that those kind of things stay with us as people. Uh, so we have racism that we have to go through. We have um, biases that we have to go through. We don't have enough black doctors. We don't have enough resources in our community. We're at Black Heart. We're in the community every single day. Uh, my husband's at two events today. Mm-hmm. Then we have one, 28 events this month. So we're seeing that, you know, we go to areas that don't have access to food. Why? Mm. You know, why are we still here as a nation when we have, we can send billions of dollars everywhere else, That's but right. why come we can't take care of our own communities right here in America? <clears throat> so it's a lot of things that, you know, access to proper education. A lot of things are missing, and we have to come together to figure that out. No, we, yes, we do have the same heartbeat, but do we have the same heartbeat when it comes to America? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what, what kind of lifestyle changes should we be making? So things like um, changing our diet, certainly to have less salt. Um, we need to be more physically active. Um, stop smoking if that's something that you're doing. Now, stop smoking what? There's some things I know. It's some things not for me. This is yeah. for a couple. No, people we're talking about yeah. stop smoking yeah. cigarettes. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, yeah, I agree. What about okay. marijuana? Say marijuana, good lower stress levels. Yeah. Well, you know, as the <laughs> CDC representative here, I'm mm-hmm. going to ask you that. Speak to your physician about that. Okay. Okay. Tara, what do you think? I think it has its pros and cons. Um, I think in the community we definitely tell, you know, we can't tell people what what they should or we can say we suggest based on what you're, you know, what you're going through. But uh, I think it definitely has its pros and cons. Once we get addicted to something, then it becomes a con. So we just have to be mindful of that balance. I think it's checks and balances in everything we do, whether it's from eating Stress, relate bad relationships, whatever it is mm-hmm. we're doing, it's always checks and balances and having to consider our health in, in every decision we make throughout the day. Yeah. And so. we really need to, I think, look at the root causes. Like, so often we're self-medicating, we're covering up, we're just not dealing with right. the real thing. Yeah. And so, you know, we hope that through this campaign in particular that, that women and black women will start to have some real conversations and that our whole community will start to rally yeah. because we're going to have to save ourselves right. in terms of really being able to live a long and healthy life. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know I was, this kind of caters to me as well. I don't know if there's a direct link to it, but I was born with a, uh, a um, heart murmur, mm-hmm. a leaky mm-hmm. valve. And I got, um, heart surgery at birth, but they, I was too small for them to go through my heart, so they went through my back. Mm-hmm. And um, it hasn't bothered me over the years. It used to bother me when I was a child, when I was really, really young. But since, um, like, my vision would go black sometimes, like, I, it would come right back, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I couldn't, like, really do too much in gym when I was in, like, elementary school, elementary school and things like that. But it hasn't bothered me since then. But every now and then it'll be, like, like a low, you know, I, I I always describe it like this. I don't know if you ever heard this, but like cords get mm-hmm. tangled up 
mm. in your in your chest. It just feels like that sometimes when I'm laying down mm-hmm. and I have to, you know, change positions. And to your point of like sometimes, like what you did when you had your textbook symptoms, yeah, you just was like, maybe I'm tired, maybe like. I will say I have been afraid to go see heart Mm. disease doesn't run in my family, Mm -hmm. but I'm the only one that was, you know, born with a heart murmur or, you know, a leaky valve. And I had the surgery. And like I said, it hasn't really like affected me greatly since I had the surgery, but it would, it bothered me as a child a little bit, but I haven't had anything like alarming except for those little pains every now and then. What I would say to you, but if it's enough to get your attention, then you definitely yeah. should get it checked out. And yeah. I think uh, I, it's interesting that you bring up the point, because we hear this in the community all the time, that heart disease doesn't run in our family. But if we have high blood pressure, if we have cholesterol issues, then we have heart disease. Yeah. And so we have to start connecting the dots to make it make sense. If we're, I had my heart attacks because of stress. Mm-hmm. I don't have high blood pressure, cholesterol. I still, to this day, don't have any of those things. But I was internalizing, going back to that strong black woman trope that we're talking about. So I think a lot of us as black people, whether you're a black man or a woman, you internalize a lot because of pride or for whatever reason you don't want to get it out. But I'm telling you now, if you've had high blood pressure, diabetes, or any of those things for several years, you should have already checked in with a heart specialist. So So yours is just stress tired? Like you didn't have no plaque or nothing? What? Right. Mm. Wow. But I did have blockage, but it was caused by my stress. Okay. My stress levels, because I, I dealt with childhood trauma, you know, yeah. and uh, a lot of us do. I, I was molested as a child. I was abused. So you, you got all of those situations. I end up becoming a counselor, but you're strapping, you know, trying to get out the hood, trying to do all these things. And when you get there mm-hmm. and you, you're not healed, yeah. it's just a ticking time bomb. Yeah. And, and I set myself up. For, for failure in that sense. Things that yep. you didn't have healed, things right. that went without fixing. Yeah. yeah. I was holding on to everything, and mm-hmm. we hold on to a lot. <clears throat> Unforgiveness, anger, all of that. And so everything flows through our heart. Nothing misses it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my doctor told me that I'm just fighting against genetics because yeah. he's like, my arteries just are aging faster, are, are aging faster than I am. But heart disease runs in my family. Like, my dad had mm-hmm. whatever's after four, uh, Quadruple. Quad, no, quadruple is four. So yeah. whatever's after that. Quintuple. Quintuple. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, had, yeah. he had that bypass surgery, and my mm-hmm. uncles had like three or four different bypass surgeries. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And at Black Heart, we do uh, genetic t- Well, we do a lipoprotein A, mm-hmm. so we can tell our community if they're at risk of ever having a heart attack or stroke. So we do a lot of things on that bus, and we're trying to be national with it so we can take this, we take this campaign to our community as well, Yeah, encouraging them to take those small steps. How can people reach out to y'all for, you know, more questions, uh, you know, if they got more uh, for, oh, for questions and more info? So certainly go to the website, mm-hmm. live to the beat dot org forward slash heart to heart. Um, that's where you can um, get more and more information about live to the beat and all of the many more strategies that we've been able to cover today. Yeah. And um and also you can reach us through through that website that mm-hmm. someone will follow up um yes. with you. Yeah, for sure. What about uh Black Heart Association there? So we're blackheartassociation.org and we're about to get two more buses, one in Houston, one in San Antonio, and hopefully we'll be national soon. Amazing. Well, well people need to support what y'all doing and tap in because I don't know heart disease is the number one killer of yeah. black people in America, right? That's mm-hmm. correct. Yeah. yeah. And can I just say thank you to you all for opening up this conversation? Yeah. For making it real, for letting people know that it's okay to mm-hmm. say that we're not okay. 
Yeah. Because we're not okay. Absolutely. But we can be better. Absolutely. But we have to start now. Oh, I've been running to the ER for as long as mm-hmm. I can remember because, you know, I got to deal with anxiety. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you have anxiety and you're having these panic attacks when you're young, you always think it's a heart attack. So I always mm-hmm. was running to the ER, you know, trying to figure out what was going on with my heart. And it wasn't until over the past year and some change when I did a whole lot of tests. I did the Soren medical scan with, with Dr. Puma. Mm-hmm. And that's when my mind finally was at ease. I, I yeah. know what I, I know what I needed to do for my heart health. Yeah. And the fact that you bring up running to the ER, don't allow them to tell you uh, that it's not anxiety or that anxiety doesn't lead to heart issues because it does. And mm-hmm. you can find out more about that on uh, the heart to heart campaign, but it does. And those issues impact your hearts, depression, all that, you know, yeah. impacts our hearts. So we have to be really mindful when we, we when we hang out with these things. And when we go into the ER, have your voice, activate your voice. There's power in our voices and speak up because just they will dismiss the fact that you have in just in just anxiety or just this. So make sure that they're doing those heart checkups when you arrive at the ER. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Leandris Libert. Did I pronounce that right? Yep. No, it's not fine. No, I'm what, get it is right. it? what yeah. is it? Leandris LeBird. Leandris LeBird. You can't be messing up nobody's name. That's, uh-huh. that's going con- that's going to contribute to the heart. That's yeah, right. That's <laughs> right. No, no it's LeBird. A lot of things. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and Tara Robinson, thank you for joining us this yes, morning. Thank you thank for having you. us. It's the Breakfast Club. Wake that ass up in the morning. The Breakfast Club. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV... This is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics 
in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday already a know. podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.